Hi, and welcome to the Gospel According to Mark podcast. Today is the third Sunday of Advent, in which we heard in the Gospel reading about John the Baptist and how he started to preach about the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He also told about the many miracles that Jesus would perform while he was on earth. Today, take time to reflect on the many miracles that the Lord has worked on in your life, or your lives, if you're <laughs> listening with a friend. Today's topic is, or today's title is, Masks, Personas, and the Importance of Presenting Your True Self. If you struggle with presenting your true self, or you know of a friend that might struggle with this problem, or they might need help in correcting themselves, please share this podcast episode with a friend so that they may also get the word. And with all that being said, I'd like to start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Lord, we thank you for the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for all the many blessings of the day and all of the things that you have provided us with thus far. Lord, grant us peace and patience as we await Christmas, which is almost right around the corner, Lord. We thank you for all of the many things that you have done for us. Thank you, Lord. We thank you so much. And we pray in your most holy name, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And now is that special time when you can pause the podcast, grab a Bible, and, you know, (laughs) have fun with Jesus. So, thank you. Open up your Bibles to Luke chapter 16, and I'll begin reading. The parable of the dishonest steward. Then he also said to his disciples, A rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. He summoned him and said, What is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship, because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, What shall I do now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do, so that, when I am removed from the stewardship, they may welcome me into their homes. He called in his master's debtors, one by one. To the first he said, How much do you owe my master? He replied, One hundred measures of oil. He said to him, Here in your promissory note, sit down and quickly write one for fifty. Then to another he said, And you, how much do you owe? He replied, One hundred cores of wheat. He said to him, Here is your promissory note. Write one for eighty. And the master commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. Amen. Most of the times, or most of the time, when you... Leave your house after brushing your teeth, hopefully, (laughs) and putting on deodorant again, hopefully. You know, uh, the Bible says to present your best self. Don't, yeah, you're made in the image of God. And I'm just going to be real with you. God don't stink. So, yeah, just make sure you're doing that so you don't roll around and have no stanky breath. And stay part of that hydration nation so you don't catch no halitosis or whatnot. (laughs) I ain't trying to diagnose you over a podcast, but, you know, (laughs) it has to stay like that. 
But anyways, after you leave your house, you might find yourself putting on a mask of sorts. And you just left a terrible situation at your house. Maybe your marriage is not what it needs to be, or you're arguing with your parents, or maybe you're caught up in some addiction. And when you go to work, you go to school, or you go out into the public, you put on this persona. In psychological terms, it's the mask that your subconscious puts on in order to mask those things that are plaguing you at the moment. So say you're in addiction, you present yourself to be, you know, an altogether person instead of dysfunctional or tardy or whatnot, you know, whatever is, you know, a sign of that. And as you go, you lose yourself because you can't own up to what is bothering you. But just as the steward talked to the master, he was finally rewarded because he acted in a good manner because he could first acknowledge that if he didn't act right, he wasn't going to be able to, you know, continue to live prosperously. He said that he was too shameful to beg on the street, you know, in ancient times. And he understood that in order to stay where he was in a very prosperous situation, he had to own up to what he was and correct it. So if you're struggling with anything or you're putting on a mask, understand that that's not your true self. And it's very important to present your true self because imitation is suicide and you want to make sure that you're presenting your own persona not any persona of i have it all together or i'm the greatest out there or i'm the smartest out there you know what i mean i'll give you an example <laughs> voice crack so say you're in addiction you're currently in an addiction and it's plaguing you, but you go to work and you put on this smile, knowing good well that you're hurting inside. And instead of talking about it to someone, the Lord, or, you know, a trusted friend or, you know, a trusted adult or whatnot, you keep it bottled up and it kind of drags on you so after you leave by putting on the persona of the smile you find yourself burnt out or you know in a place of like pity because you're just smiling when <laughs> you're just hurting you know what i mean so Instead of running around saying, hey, I'm addicted to heroin, like, please don't do that. Because this world, as I said, is very secular. And in that secularism, there's way too much judgment for you to just say, hey, I'm a heroin addict. Um, I struggle with heroin. You know what I mean? I, I shoot up just about every other day and I'm really struggling with it. So please accept me. Most of the times they're they're not going to they're, they're not going to accept you because it's just so judgmental. And I'm not saying that to discourage you, but um, open up to someone, the Lord, 
or open up to someone that you actually trust before spreading it out all over the place. Because in order to preach the gospel to people who are caught up in judgment, you have to first try to address the problems that are plaguing them, and then you can try to share, because they've been cured of whatever is bothering them, and those personas, those masks, have been ripped off, in a sense. And when those masks are ripped off, you can finally see the person for who they truly are. And it's a beautiful thing because we're able to see the fearfully and wonderfully made creation that is within all other people. You know what I mean? It's not just a persona that's put on to seem smart or seem together or seem, you know, sympathetic when the person is really judgmental. And face your demons. That's really what I'm saying. You have to face those demons that are plaguing you at this time in your life. Maybe you're just about to go to college and you realize that you're pretty racist for no reason. You know what I mean? You're judgmental of other people, maybe skin color or maybe religious background or maybe just because they have a big nose. <laughs> and you just don't like that person's big nose. You have to understand that that person is fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God, and you don't have a right to judge them. The only person that can judge other people is Christ himself, because he is God. And that judging thing is for God. There are four things at the end of this life that we live. It's death, judgment, heaven, and hell. You can accept that there isn't a hell, but that doesn't change the objective truth that there is a hell. And um, don't live that sinful life that you're living. Please hang in there. Fight temptation. It's difficult. It is because temptation is all around you. Again, a secular world. But you have to understand that by fighting the good fight, you'll be rewarded by the um, eternal presence of Christ in heaven. Heaven is God himself. And hell is the absence of God, which is, it's not like fire or brimstone. Of course it is that, but more literally, it's the absence of God, which you don't want because you can see the absence of God in all of the secular things that you see, like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, or, you know, prostitution, or pornography, or masturbation, or murder, or you know, terrorism, all of these things that are driving people to the gates of hell, which is very unfortunate, but don't think about that, because if you think about that, you'll get overwhelmed, and you'll probably make up some excuse to fall into that, but I guarantee you that if you fall into onto that path, you'll find yourself in a very broken and unstable place. Because you're making all these rash decisions in order to satisfy that thirst that can only be satisfied by God. This whole reading of the dishonest steward reminds me of a story called Persona, in which a character, or the main protagonist, finds himself in a place of power. He finds his greatest power after first acknowledging his greatest struggles. And in acknowledging his greatest struggles, 
he's able to rip off the mask that once was attached to his soul. And after ripping off the mask, he's able to become the most powerful version of himself. And he's able to combat evil at a proficient level. So take that to heart. If you wear a mask, if you have a persona that you put on, I don't know, maybe you're the fun guy, you're the amuse, the, <laughs> the entertainment guy, you're really funny and you make everybody laugh, but deep inside you're struggling and you need help, but you just don't want to admit it because that persona is so easy to slip into. Take the mask off and live free. Find yourself in the debris. And if you don't do that, your life won't change. Be sure to do that. Be sure to acknowledge your sinfulness. Acknowledge your shortcomings in order to grow into the greatest version of yourself. The version that God intends you to be. Not the one that's living a lie, or the one that's putting on a character to display. The one that is sinful, that can change their sinful ways in order to display the true presence of Christ within them. Don't be afraid to make a change. Just stare in the mirror and accept that you are weak, but with Christ you are strong. And through that, you will realize a transformation can take place in your life if you give your life to Christ, if you devote yourself instead of getting on social media and missing church to keep on streaks or whatnot. Find yourself in the debris and ride to victory, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta break free of all of the chains that are plaguing you and you have to rise above what the world is telling you to live a false life in order to get friends in order to get material things in order to get wealth prosperity doesn't mean wealth the true meaning of prosperity is favor with god understand that you can't take money when you die. Money has no worth after death. All of these things that people chase after for their lives, like their entire lives, and get to their deathbeds and realize that none of it was worth it. And we go to the examples of the saints who lived in the poorest of places in order to help other people and they were way more happy than any of us right now <laughs> because they didn't have anything and they were just able to help other people. And it was beautiful. It was just simply beautiful. So I encourage you to rid yourself of any distractions that distract you from Christ and your relationship with him. Be sure to find your inner peace after confronting your sinfulness and live free afterwards. Find your true self in the debris. The one that's hidden under all sin. And be sure to 
acknowledge that new person that you are. The one, the true person that was once buried under sin and, you know, hate and judgment and pain in order to acknowledge that you can grow from all of this pain and all of these struggles that you go through. They're just building you up to make you into the beautiful person that God intends you to be. And with that, I'd like to close. And again, happy third Sunday of Advent. We're almost there. We're almost to Christmas. I mean, it is a time of patience, but maybe you're just a little excited, you know. Don't be excited for gifts or don't be excited for giving to other people. Remember that it's the birth of Christ, not giving or receiving. Jesus truly is the reason for the season. Be grateful for that. And be grateful that you know that Christ is the reason for the season. Because many people do not know that. So, God bless and thank you. And be sure to share the podcast with a friend. God bless.